Comedians of Wrestling Podcast, the podcast where comedians dissect wrestling to an unhealthy degree. Oh! I'm your host, the host, with the most viral stand-up about professional wrestling and a stand-up special all about professional wrestling called Adult Wrestling Fan that you can watch right now at adultwrestlingfan.com. Damn! Black, a.k.a. Donsky. Black Amora, a.k.a. Donnie Wrestling. Donnie Wrestling. A.k.a. Donnie Capri from that time I went to Italy. A.K.A. the modern day spoof Raja. He's like, you're a little stupid, but you're actually really stupid. Coming at you like Cleopatra, baby, 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 baby. Gabba, gabba, wee. Gabba. Gabba gabba wee gabba gabba gay. Yeah, gabba gabba wee. Gabba gabba wee gabba gabba gay. Yeah, gabba gabba wee gabba gabba wee. Come at you, baby, baby. Here, here it is. It's this is Bray Wyatt's theme song, sung by some weirdos. Coming at you, my fireflies. Everybody, throw your Samsungs up in the air. We're doing it, baby, baby. Gabba gabba wee. Yeah. The girl, she's mine. And She's fine. <laughs> if you're no, no, Rock. No, not now. The Rock's trying to enter. He's always trying to come in. Not now, okay? What up, Jabroniacs? We are back in action for your satisfaction with all of our spicy, spicy wrestling reactions. <laughs> Let's get right, right, right into I've been it. Here for 12 years. Okay, relax, Miz. To my front. In studio, the nasty one, Alex Newmanhagen. Wow. I think I just blew my larynx that out. That's fantastic. And hey, just to really kick it up a notch. Ooh, whoa, what flavor is that? Lime dog. <laughs> <laughs> just to kick it up a notch. Yeah, just to kick it up a notch. We're taking it here. Everybody's feeling sexy. Everybody's horned up, baby. Drop my now. All right, yeah. Okay. Uh, man, uh, that even made me laugh. Okay. And I never laugh. That's true. You guys know that about me. I don't laugh. Hey, guys. So, look, everybody, before we get into it, just know. This podcast is grassroots. If you're listening to this podcast every week, please consider supporting it, okay? And if you're not supporting it, you might just be taking this podcast for granted. Mm -hmm. But you can support us by heading over to patreon.com slash comedians of wrestling. You get access to our bonus episodes, our rewards, all kinds of stuff. Um, right now, we got a bonus episode with Nicole Byer, a bonus episode with Colt Cabana. 
Okay? We got our first ever Cow Summit episode. We got an eight-hour, nine-to-five episode. There's so much content over there. It's, I mean... Sometimes I think about how much content there yeah. is, and I just, I pass out. Well, I, well, that's, I know. I mean, honestly, <laughs> in a couple times that has happened, I've, you know... Right. I thought you were done. Yeah. I thought you were done for. No, and then I sat, I sat straight up. And I got right back in the match. Absolutely, you got you stretch it out, and, and and yeah, and then uh, I stopped being sad. I turned I, this off. I turned this off. You know, I was feeling sad. And uh, as a small tangential, I was watching some interview. Do it. I think with like Bruce Pritchard, some, or not Bruce Pritchard, somebody like an old wrestler. Maybe it was back Ar- on the WWE creative team, right? Yeah, I, I can't wait for that. Uh, yeah. uh, I think it was Arn Anderson was talking about wrestling the Undertaker, and he said that like the Undertaker would do that sit up move. Maybe it wasn't him, but like somebody right. was saying he would do that sit up move almost as like a fuck you to the person he was wrestling. So where it was like they would like no sell kind of yeah, where it was like not a fuck you in like a mean way, but like kind of fucking with them. Where like you would gas yourself. Throwing his big ass dude around, and then he would just sit up and erase everything that you've done. Oh, I love that! And like, yeah, so they're like, "Fuck!" Now I have to like pick him you up think again. Taker would do that on purpose. Yeah, like it was like it was. That like, feels like the epitome of like made up wrestling lore. I'm sure. You know is. what I mean? That's yeah. like that's the shit. It's like, hey, you know, that's like the example of stuff. It's like passed around the back for a while. That's right. like, no, he did that because his gimmick it's is awesome. I'm dead. Yeah, and this is a cool way to raise from the dead, <laughs> and that is it. Right. Let's not take wrestling uh, too, too seriously. Even though uh, I spent then eighty percent of my life talking. And think about right. wrestling. Anyway, the other twenty percent, a husband, and that's how it should be. You got to give it twenty percent. Look, I'm a husband twenty percent of the time. Absolutely. Hey, uh, but uh, let's talk about uh, the bonus content. Yeah. I'm just saying, Patreon.com. You're like, oh, you think that we're uh, sitting outside the grocery store? You're trying to leave the grocery store, and you're like, oh, hey, can we ask for change? That's not what this is. This is a fucking. This is a necessity, right, for Jabroniacs. Because I'm saying, I've said it office jobs in my life before where the podcast ends and you're like, shit, it's over. I don't know what to listen to. Right. With this podcast, all you got to do is pay a couple dollars and then I'll take you through a couple weeks. Yeah. <laughs> right? And uh, if you're worried, by the way, we do our movie dissection episodes. If your thought process is for potential patrons, if you're like, I haven't seen the movie, I don't think it matters it at all. It does not matter. Most of these movies we're telling you not to watch and yeah. pointing out why they're ridiculous and talking about the physiques yeah. of the performances of the pro wrestlers in these movies. But anyway, tons of content out there. Our new episode, we got weekly bonus episodes on the Patreon. And right now, our episode is Fighting With My Family Movie Dissection Episode. Me and Alex Newman-Hagen over here, we saw Fighting With My Family, and uh, we're not going to talk about how we thought about it, right. but I would say, regardless of anything, it's a pro wrestling movie in theaters. Yeah. Go check it out. Yeah, the only thing I'll say is when the WWE Studios logo came up on the big screen at the Arclight... I got fucking chills. Oh, it was great. Yeah. Um, um, and we'll talk in depth about this movie. Yeah. We'll dissect it uh, for too long and uh, too much. But yeah, we uh, uh, if you saw Fighting With My Family, you want to listen to the episode, go to patreon.com slash of wrestling. Hey, also, if you want a t-shirt, I mean, this this podcast, we are the hounds of merch. Check it out. ProWrestlingTees.com slash Comedians of Wrestling. All of our designs are fucking hot. I yeah. Mean, I mean, you go on there. It should just be called SpiceZone.com. <laughs> which, by the way, don't, don't go there. Go to Spice <laughs> don't Zone. go to SpiceZone.com. <laughs> it's definitely a, a Or if you do, place. go incognito. Absolutely. <laughs> um, uh, and do it at work in your boss's office. Uh, 
Holy motherfucking shit. <laughs> uh, your boss will be like, hey. I gotta tell you, you are one weird dude. <laughs> <laughs> and you'll get a raise. Now, look, here's the deal. Uh, uh, go to com slash comedians wrestling to pick up all of our cow official merch. And by the way, new merch, new shirt dropping on there any moment. Unbelievable. Just go on there, start refreshing it. I'm not going to say when it's going to drop, but it'll be dropping in the next soon. Set a Google alert. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, It's already going to be up there probably the next 24 hours. You'll see a new shirt on there. So you should always be checking back on there for spicy new merch. Okay, now let's get into it. Calmania. Wow. WrestleMania is approaching, right? April 7th. That's right. April 7th at MetLife Stadium in New Jersey. Uh, uh, they're going to pretend it's New York, but it will be New Jersey. Beautiful East Rutherford. Absolutely. And uh, look, the road to WrestleMania is on, very much on, which we'll get into this episode. But the road to Calmania is also through the roof. I mean, uh, uh, but we have our live show, okay? The grandest live podcast of them all. Mm-hmm. Tons of special guests there at this podcast. Dolph Ziggler at the show. Calmania, Saturday, April 6th, 4 p.m., right before the ROH show in MSG. It's literally six blocks away. Full bar. This is your pregame for the ROH show if you're going. But also, to be honest, it's more than that. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, We might eclipse the ROH show, just to be honest. We might eclipse that. I mean, you see what those guys are going to do. Marty's going to do the finger thing. Okada's going to wear pants again. (laughs) You you know what's going to happen. You know what's going to happen. But you don't know. You honestly don't know what's going to happen at Calmania. And things are unfolding by the second for Calmania. But listen. Tickets are selling faster than I expected, which is very dope. Uh, you can pick up tickets right now. They're not expensive. Just go on. Uh, uh, you can check out on my Instagram, at Dan Black Attack. There's a ticket link in there. At Cal Podcast has a link on that Instagram, our uh, uh, our Twitter. All of our social media accounts will have a link there. But also, you can go to Improv Asylum, which is where it will be. Uh, you can go to their website. Just Google uh, the imp- NYC Improv Asylum, and you can check out their event page. You Get on there. It's simple. Or you can check out our link, tiny.cc slash cowmania. Tiny.cc slash cowmania. Go on there. Get your cowmania tickets. Uh, And, I mean, it's going to be shaping up to be great. We already know that my parents will be there. Mm -hmm. Um, And then... uh, We got tons of special guests. Uh, It's going to be awesome. And it's going to be a fucking great time. The one thing we don't know about Mm -hmm. cowmania, I think we could just... Get into it is um, if Letterman's going to answer the call. Yeah. So that scumbag, our ex-sponsor of the show, Adam Letterman, who is uh, unfortunately is the current Cal heavyweight title champion. If you've seen the Cal logo, uh, the Cal title logo, that's the, the Cal title. Unfortunately, I haven't been able to pick fo- post photos with the title like I used to because I'm not the champion. And uh, I issued a challenge to Adam Letterman. I, I've been gr- as gracious as possible to uh, uh, someone that I have the lowest of low opinions on. And I made him the first ever cow heavyweight champion. Now, he hasn't even answered the call. It's been like three weeks or something. He hasn't even answered my... I, I challenged him at Calmania. And he hasn't answered. But fortunately, my best friend and, you know, past guest on the show, producer of Calmania, you know... uh, uh Jason Shabiro 
tracked out, went to New, uh, went to Hoboken, New Jersey, and went stormed Adam Letterman's office mm. and got an exclusive sit down interview with Adam Letterman. Now I have not heard this. A note. It was sent right to you from Shebs. It was sent to me from Shebs. Yeah. Well, okay. This microphone just came off. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, this is first. And you have it loaded Let's in the system. Down, it's, like- it's loaded in the system. I actually put it on your soundboard for you. Okay, yeah. and so hopefully right now he's going to answer the call. So let's let's, let's just without further ado, right. I mean, let's let's hear this. All right. All right. Sierra Hotel, Echo Bravo, India, Romeo, Oscar, Shabiro. I'm here with Adam Letterman, the current Cal champion. It's been a while since we've heard from you, and the Cal universe has questions. Uh, Dan has questions, and I have questions, quite frankly. And the biggest question on my mind right now is, why aren't you responding to Dan's challenges? Dan's challenges mean nothing to me, and so I haven't found it worthy of my time to respond. He's not even worth responding to? He's certainly not worth responding to. I mean, I listen to the show. Of course I listen. I I was a listener, then I was a sponsor, then an ex-sponsor, and a current champion. So yeah, I'm listening to the podcast, and I've heard Dan challenge me and I've heard what Newman has to say and I heard Dan's parents crying about him getting his ass kicked again. Listen, Dan's a punk ass bitch. Okay, so you haven't responded to the challenges, but I'm here now. Uh, We're at the table. I'm asking the questions. Adam Letterman, will you accept Dan's challenge? Will you give him a rematch for the cow title? No. Fuck his challenge. Fuck that guy. He doesn't deserve uh, a shot at the title. We already had a match. He lost. He's at the back of the line. What makes you think he's in charge? I'm the champ. Letterman's the champ. I decide who I give a shot to. I'll give a shot to my wife if I want to. But I'm, Dan's not getting a title shot. He doesn't deserve it. Well, I, I can't think of someone who's more deserving of a title shot, right? I mean, it's his podcast. You know, to me and to a lot of the listeners, I, I kind of view Dan as the first champion because he was the one who created the belt in the first place. I don't agree with the way you took that belt. And I do think that... The only fair thing to do is to give Dan a rematch, right? Every champion has a rematch clause. Listen, I legally beat him down over the sponsorship dispute. And then I physically beat him down in my office. Then I defended the title in California. I had to throw Newman off a cliff. Uh, I don't. How many more shots does this guy need? You know, let's go back to how this started. I was a listener who thought, you know what, let me... Uh, let me sponsor this podcast. Let me give it some of the grassroots before the Patreon, before the push to 100 patrons. Uh, you know, I was like, let me sponsor this. And then Dan and his and Newman and some of the, his guests called me out, made fun of me. So I defended myself. You were, you were there for that. We defended ourselves. You helped defend me. That's true. It's a part of my history I'm, I may not be proud of, but yes. And we sat down, and I won Dan's belt. That's how I remember it. And I defended the belt, and I'm the champion. And as far as I'm concerned, Dan doesn't deserve a shot. So you're saying in this whole series of events that that you're sort of a victim here, and you just did what you had to do to keep your respect. Yeah, I mean, I've been the victim from the beginning, even though Cow Nation, the sheep that they are, turned on me to worship an unworthy champion in Dan Black. He's certainly not worthy of their praise. I've proven that I'm the only one worthy of their praise. I'm the only worthy champion. I legally took the belt and legally defended the belt in California, and I think my record stands for itself. Will you at least attend Calmania? So I am in no way interested in Calmania. Why not? I mean, WrestleMania is New York, New Jersey. We're all going to be there. It's where we live, right? And Calmania is going to be one day before Mania. It's going to be Saturday 4-6 at the Improv Asylum Arena in New York City. 
everyone's going to be there. I'm going to be there. Dan's going to be there. Uh, some of your fans, even people who are part of Lettermania, are going to be there. I will be at Stout near the garden. Stout? Yeah, a bar near the garden prepping and preparing and pre-gaming for the ROH show with the Lettermaniacs. Wait, you're saying that you're doing a, a, a pre-game for G1 Supercard at Stout? Listen, I'll be at Stout pre-gaming with all my bros. All the Letter Maniacs will be there. They're doing drink specials. They're doing food specials. You know, Shebs, you should come. I mean, I'm, I'm going to be at Calmania. I don't know why, though. There's what, what is there at Calmania? I'm, 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 like, producing the show. Like, I have to be at Calmania. Listen, Lettermania is running wild all over that weekend. For you to miss my flagship event is almost disrespectful to me. I, I mean, look, I can't in good conscience attend a Lettermania event to get drunk with you guys before G1 Supercard. Listen, whether you come or not, that hot blonde in dance pictures from this week, she'll be at Stout. You can bet on that. You're referring, of course, to Sherry Black Dan's mother? Is that who that is? Yeah, she was on the episode. I mean, you've, you've met her before. Well, she's going to be at Stout. Uh, not as long as this guy has the title will Dan Black ever get a title shot from me. Strong words from a controversial figure in Adam Letterman. Um, I can't say I agree with how you've been conducting yourself, but I do thank you for your time, and I thank you for giving us some of the answers that we deserved. I don't care what you agree with. And you sat down at my table, started asking me questions. So I don't care what you think you're entitled to. Get up and leave. All right. Wow. Uh, That was not... Is there anybody on earth more unlikable than... Adam Letterman. I mean, Jesus. No, in my eyes, no. That was not the answer I was looking for. That's disappointing. I gotta say, that's. Uh, I, uh, you, you know, feel like I've done everything to reach across mm-hmm. to this guy, and I literally reach across the country to just kind of make this fair. I made him the champion. I mean, he's a thief, and I made him a champion. This is ridiculous. I feel like I'm like back at square one. He's not even answering, and he's and he's he's talking about my mom. I mean, this guy's a fucking slime ball. Yeah, he I gets mean, worse and worse. You know what's a testament to his character is Shibiro kind of started out on his side a little bit, defending him, and then his actions just became so egregious that Shibiro's now ashamed that he was ever even affiliated with him, and he's trying to play a neutral adjudicator. Yeah, and so that's just a testament it's to how ridiculous. shitty his character. Is. It's like I don't and like now I'm just back at square one. I don't know. Like, you're right. I mean, I don't know what, how many. I this match has to happen. I gotta make this happen. I gotta get the title back. It's ridiculous. We're walking around with it on our shirts, yeah. and this fucking idiot is parading it around Hoboken, New Jersey. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't even have any solution. The only thing I think of is like my <laughs> my mom was here last week. Uh-huh. She was like, "Oh, I'll talk to her. I'll uh-huh. talk to his mother." Yeah, like I'm not gonna do uh, that. But like, I, well, I mean, maybe maybe do that. Maybe have your mom talk to. Letterman's mom. What, you, you think my mom, I should actually have my mom call his mom? Like yeah, you know like how it is. Yeah, whatever? you know how it is back east. Moms are, I mean, especially to Italians and Jews, like moms are everything. I'm sure she has some power in this situation that you don't. Right. That is true. We were talking about Sopranos earlier. They do everything for their moms. Yeah. It's yeah. all about, I mean, maybe, I don't know. Maybe, maybe my mom, I mean, you, my mom is like a pretty strong personality. Maybe yeah. she could talk some sense into his mom and like that'll affect him. Yeah. Maybe we kind of get his mom on our side. I mean, it seems crazy to involve moms in this, yeah. but our moms are, my mom's already involved. Right. He's I, already like 
and kind of like sexually talking about my mom. Yeah, that was disgusting. That was fucking gross. Uh, but I mean, uh, look at think about it. Everything he exudes mommy issues. I wouldn't be surprised if this is his Achilles heel. That his mom, his mom probably has his balls in a fucking purse. Yeah. You're you know right. what? Maybe. Yeah. Look, we'll talk about it after the podcast, right. but maybe I'll hold. I don't know. Whatever. We'll, right. we'll explore the idea maybe next week. There's just, there's not no yeah. options. All right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, let's get into this. Po- I'm sorry for new listeners. This Ugh. is a pro wrestling podcast. We're going to talk about Raw, SmackDown. I'm sorry this whole thing has derailed everything here. It's just that, you, as you can imagine, this title thing is in the works here. We got Calmania coming up. Like, I don't, I mean, maybe I'll wrestle someone else. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I, you know. I don't know. Or maybe we just do a live podcast, probably. Anyway, let's let's move on just because it's the show. We'll talk about this right. more off air. Let's be professionals here. All right. All right. You know what we do it. All right. Well, you know what? One last thing, and this is a happier thing. Let's move on. I like to move on to happier things every time Letterman creeps his way in. Uh, the, op- the operative word being creep. Yeah, absolutely creep. He's doing his own event at Stout. Yeah, okay. That means he's going to be at Stout uh, running up a tab and pinching waitresses' asses. Yeah. That's what his event's going to be. Yeah, yeah. More like he'll, be a, he'll probably be a Calmania in a, like a mustache and glasses because he's just a fucking <laughs> piece of shit crazed fan. Right. Yeah. You know? Uh, anyway, look. Look. You know, guys, we've been trying to push our rate rating and subscriptions on Apple Podcasts. Mm-hmm. Right now we have, I think, 204, which is abysmal, <laughs> especially considering the listeners we have. And I can see what devices we're using, and most of these are coming from Apple Podcasts. And by yeah. the way, if you have an Android or something, you could still rate on there as well, yeah. okay? But here's the deal. I'm going to make it spicy for you guys, okay? So we have an amazing listener of the show, a jabroniac, coming to Calbadia, by the way. Nice. Lauren Moran, an amazing artist, okay? Check her art out. She made the Becky Lynch bloody-faced picture, which is, to be honest, smoking. It's more iconic than any of the WB Becky merchandise, which, by the way, WB blowing the Becky merchandise. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know what's going on with that. Is that sick? Now, Lauren mailed us a bunch of stickers, this, this prints. Is quite possibly the sickest thing ever. Even yeah. as if you didn't know what this was, it would look amazing. It's a great illustration. She yeah. mailed us a bunch of stickers, prints. I know she's not a big wrestling mark. And look, I got a couple for myself. So I already put a Finn Balor sticker on my laptop here. Uh, but we got a couple extra. Yeah. And what I'm thinking about doing here is that if you go on and you go into Apple Podcasts, rate us five stars, and write a review and put your name, your full name, in the review, I will find you. Okay? And, uh, for, for I'm gonna randomly scroll through and I'm gonna send select people some of these prints. Okay, nice. I'm also gonna do the same for I got a couple extra adult wrestling fan buttons. I owe some people some buttons for people who are hitting the hashtag. I got that. We're gonna I'm gonna mail you some stuff. Now here's the deal. You can game this. <laughs> Go on there. Take other people's phones, rate and subscribe five stars, but write your name in it. And m- the more times that you rate and subscribe to it, the more options you have to win. Becky Prince, and we're going to post pictures of all this stuff. Uh, page, page Prince. I mean, th- this art is insane. Yeah. It's amazing. Uh, this one's fucking amazing. The Iconics, I- I- <clears throat> Oscar stickers, Finn Balor stickers. I mean, Amazing stuff. Did you see all their- you gotta do, this is free. Go on Apple Podcast, scroll down to where you can rate five stars, rate five stars, write a review. In the review, write the show fucking rocks, whatever you want to write, but write your full name in there and I will find you. Uh feel free to drop me clues. But you can rate from other people's phones and stuff, but just write your write your name in there. And if you do it multiple times. So look, we're trying to get this to a thousand. We have two oh four right now. This is insane. Yeah. There's there are 
five times as many comments on any given raw uh, live thread in the Facebook group. You know, there's 1,500, 1,600 comments. Yeah. All of those comments could be reviews. It's ridiculous. People take us for granted. And one day we'll just disappear. Yeah. You know? That's we'll get, anyway. Yeah. Thanos will snap his fingers uh -uh. and we'll fade away. Well, and classify ourselves as obsolete. I'm like Thanos myself. Oh, don't, don't do that. Yeah. If you're, if you're thinking about Thanosing yourself, uh, there is, uh, uh, there's a support network out there for you. Please call the Suicide Prevention Hotline. For uh, Thanosing. For Thanosing. The Thanos yeah, yeah, the yeah, Thanos yeah. Prevention. It's not, it's not committing suicide. Sure, sorry, it's yeah, making yeah. yourself disappear into dust. Right. Uh, <clears throat> or, or, yeah, disappear into the yeah. one of the crystals. So, uh, spoiler alert. But seriously, if you're having any issues and stuff. Take yeah. care of it. People love you. Now, look, um, I just got an email, by the way, called Book Your Rattlesnake Avoidance Training Class Today. <laughs> rattlesnake Avoidance? Training class. Training. So it's just like a guy in a room like, there's a rattlesnake over there. Don't go over there. <laughs> we should go to that Avoid, for the Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would go. Avoid Stone Cold. Yeah. <laughs> this, is where, uh, this is for people who live in Aquadulce yeah. who don't want to bump into into Stone Cold. What are you Steve? doing to my Gelsons? <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, <laughs> well, how, what would be, how do I avoid uh, uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin? I, I, uh, well, I'll tell you what you do. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Stone Cold Cheater. Yeah. Stone Cold oh, Cheater. yeah. Oh, my God. Rattlesnake of uh, uh, Book Your I'm just going to pop in real quick and tell you how you avoid the rattlesnake. Wow, yeah. Save people a trip to this class. It's all the way out in uh, Westlake Village. You keep your mouth shut. That's how you avoid the Texas rattlesnake. <laughs> I just keep my mouth shut? Yeah, you keep Stone Cold's name out of your mouth so he doesn't drop you on that stack of dimes you call a neck. Okay, what about if I just... Uh, okay, how about if I... What if I just... Don't come to Aquadulce. How about yeah. that? Stay out of Aquadulce. <laughs> Don't come to Animal Tracks and look at all the rare animals. Don't go to Aquadulce. Okay. And you avoid Stone Cold. All right. What if I'm in a really narrow corridor and you're walking towards me and I and there's too much traffic? I can't I can't turn around. Uh, it's well, too narrow. And I got how do I avoid you if I got I am being pushed as a forward bump? There's a wind really pushing me towards you. How would I avoid you there? You're gonna want to stay as still as possible because old Stone Cold's got T-Rex eyes. I can only see you <laughs> oh, if yeah. you're moving. Oh, 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 all right, great, 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 great. All right, how do I avoid you if uh okay, me and you were um uh, uh, we're at a um, uh, a race, like mm -hmm. a potato sack race. It's like a and field then, day or yeah, something? Yeah, like a field day. All right. And then they pair us up on a team, and then we got to do a potato sack jump together. You know the a sack where there's two of you in it? Uh -huh. and you have to jump together. How do I avoid you there when I'm supposed to be working together with you? Well, what you want to do is you want to hop in a time machine, go back in time, prevent your mom from meeting your dad so you cease to exist in the present timeline. <laughs> that's a, Well, that'll work for all these scenarios, I, I imagine. I guess so. <laughs> I imagine so. If that's a possibility, then I feel like that's the failsafe, right? Anything's would you possible. Say, where, where would you prioritize that as the as uh, uh, the number one avoidance? Would you say that that's uh, the, oh, break right. the oh, break the glass in case of emergency? Right, yeah. Break the glass, pull the time machine lever, go back to a point in time where Stone Cold doesn't exist and do what you got to do, butterfly effect style to prevent this situation. Okay. All right. Great. Uh, is that the bottom line? And that's the bottom line. Because <laughs> yeah. okay. Stone Cold said so. Yeah, okay. Okay. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's lime, you stupid son of a bitch! Oh, oh, he stunned me! Oh, oh my god! Whoa. 
Unbelievable. Stone Cold is now, he's still staying in the room, just in the corner. He's just standing in the corner. Fucking weird move. Hey, I mean, you know what? This isn't what I was going to start with. <laughs> this is not at all what I was going to start with, but I feel like, speaking of stunners, and maybe Stone Cold wants to chime in on this. Uh, I'm still in the room. Yeah, uh, Kevin Owens back in... In, uh, back on SmackDown yeah. and finished with a Stone Cold Stunner. So, like, yo, he, uh, uh, who do you, who do pin again? Uh, uh, Rowan? Or was it, uh, Dana Bryan? Yeah, either Bryan or Rowan. I think it was Rowan. But anyway, um, he, he gave a stunner, and I kind of looked away from the screen for a second, but then I saw at the corner of my eye, like, I was like, I was like, I think... I might be fucking going crazy, but I think Kevin Owens just won with a Stone Cold Stunner. Yeah. And I rewinded back, and I was like, oh, my God. Because when I rewind back, then he does a pop-up seated powerbomb. Yeah. A pop, and I was like, no, I was like, wow, I might be going insane right. that I saw a pop-up powerbomb as a stunner. <laughs> you know what I mean? And right. then a second went by, and I was like, he, won he gave a setup kick, and I, he won with a Stone Cold Stunner. Where, I mean... Uh, either Stone Cold or Alex Newman Hagen, either one of you guys who wants to grab the one mic we got right now. Who? What? How do you? What? I mean, what? Yeah. What? Uh, well, I think uh, I'll step in here, Mr. Stone Cold, if you don't mind. Uh, I uh, I think maybe. Well, not what I think. What I hope is happening is that he's going to start using that, and I think that I think he definitely is. The reason that he did the sit out power bomb. Is, so this is total wrestling logic, right? Show you that it's not as powerful, not as strong anymore, anymore and he <laughs> yeah, needs yeah, something yeah, more. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I felt like that. That that I think that is like that is some real wrestling where yeah. you're like, oh, he's establishing that the pop up. That is even to the point, move. even to the point where in my mind, a sit out pop up power bomb is more powerful than a regular pop up power right. bomb. So he even tried like an escalated version of his normal finisher, and that didn't work. So he had to break out the stunner ninety eight. Yeah. So let's talk about the stunner for a second. So. Um, well, I got it. Stone Cold, Stone yeah. Cold. Uh, uh, how, how do you feel, Kevin Owens, with it doing a Stone Cold Stunner? Nah, I'm fine with it. He finally put some stank on it. Doesn't look like a jabroni. Hitting a Stone Cold Stunner. Yeah. Okay. So that's it. That's it. I like it. <laughs> you like it? Yeah. Okay. What am I supposed to say? <laughs> I don't know. That's it. All right. I just thought maybe you, you know, it's your. This is your signature move. Move you put on the map, and some guy just comes and fucking takes it. Well, I'm saying, look, I would encourage him to make sure that the chin is locked down tight, so when he does sit down, it uh, dislocates the neck bone of his opponent and uh, knocks him out properly. How's that lime? You ask me one more time, you stupid son of a bitch. I'm going to drop you. <laughs> right, you. I don't want to get another stutter. Okay, okay. Seems like you're a little stupid, but you're actually really stupid. Okay, look. Here's the deal. So, Kevin Owens is a so-called stutter. Uh, look, I can't... Look, look. I mean, guys... <laughs> It's exactly what I would do. Yeah. I mean, and as a matter of fact, I just want to say that it is what I do. Yeah. I mean, I'm dropping stunners on people, uh, audience members, as a matter of fact. I gave a Stone Cold Stunner to a heckler, which, by the way, we're at 150 patrons right now, so I owe you guys a cow giveaway, which, don't worry, it's in the works. Uh-huh. Okay? But when we hit 175, I'm going to actively look for the, the audience member that I stunnered, uh, like I said. But I will say, I stunned, uh, 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 yeah, like, I'm surprised this hasn't happened sooner, to be yeah. honest. And I think Kevin Owens' finisher will now be the Stone Cold Stunner. Do you think it looks good on him? Yeah. Uh, he feels like a guy who would do a stunner. Yeah. I can't help but think, like I've been saying for weeks, 
Becky, right. missed opportunity for Becky. If somebody's going to be doing the stunner, why wouldn't it be Becky? Missed opportunity for it to be taken by the women. Uh, she should have been doing a stunner. I don't know. This is like a weird missed opportunity. It makes me think that it is like something that Kevin Owens has been like saying, I want to do for a while. Right. You know, where they're like, all right, well, because Kevin Owens is getting like golden treatment. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was, you know, this spot that he's been given, it's like, I'm not sure if he's truly even deserving of right. like this amazing treatment from Vince. Well, if you uh, even look back, I mean, since the moment he came in on his debut, beat John Cena. Right. Uh, he was literally handed the Universal title yeah. from Triple H. Vince McMahon let him headbutt him in the face. Yeah. Now he's doing it's like great call. Yeah, you're right. Uh, he he uh, Kevin Owens gets the booking that like other wrestlers are jealous of. Yeah. You know. Now, does he deserve it? I mean, I guess I could see an argument in both directions. He's fucking great. I'm a big Kevin Owens mark. Yeah. I love Kevin Owens. Um, but I think we uh but he gets to use the stunner, <laughs> you know? Yep. He is injected into the hottest storyline arguably in in wrestling right now. And uh let's talk more about that. Let's take it let's 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 back it up. Okay. Kevin Owens is back. Yeah. I would say a couple things about Kevin Owens is uh he did the stunner. I would say that uh I don't think he looked particularly great. Yeah, people said that he slimmed down, but I didn't see no, it. I, I guess his legs bad. his legs look a little thinner, now, but not to be a jerk, like he got knee surgery in October. That's not that long ago. Right. And it's hard to stay in shape when you get double knee surgery. Yeah. So I totally get that. Um He has new tattoos. But yeah, he, he's got New tattoos, which I've been saying you should get for a while. I also think it's time to ditch the look. I'm not into. The, I think it's time to ditch the indie guy look. Yeah, and I think he needs to rock. Like I said, Kevin Owens' optimal look for me is something closer to a Roman Reigns outfit. I think I'm not exactly sure what it is. Yeah, but I do think it's time to the shorts. It's it's looking a little sloppy for me. Yeah. Um. Here's the other thing. I thought he was moving very slow. Mm-hmm. I don't think his work rate was like. Particularly impressive. Yeah, seemed a little. If you rewatch it, like a couple of his kicks, they didn't look that good. He had a hard time jumping up on the mat. Look, he just went through double knee surgery. But we are talking about a guy being injected into, again, arguably yeah. the hottest <clears throat> story in wrestling. It's the hottest men's story happening right now. Um, it's definitely hotter than the Brock Rollins, which is completely iced out because Lesnar's not around. Right. Um, so, uh, I guess just a little bit of ring rust. I mean, yeah. you know, and now Kevin Owens is getting more tattoos, which I said he should do. He's got a little bit of ring rust. I'm sure he'll be fine. Right. But let's talk about this. So the Kofi mania segment, I'm going to call it the Kofi mania segment, SmackDown open SmackDown, by the way, raw and SmackDown, both great this yeah. week, hot shows, check them out, watch them top to bottom. They're fucking fun. Daniel Bryan sitting there. Um, in the uh, which I want to introduce today, which I'm calling the Million Buck Club. Okay, uh, Daniel Ryan looking like a million bucks, yeah. sitting there, uh, stone faced for a 45 minute segment. Yeah, <laughs> like literally not saying anything, just in there with the title, disgusted. He looked utterly disgusted by everything around him. You know, uh, and he's like, "Let's get through this." I'm. Just, it was great. He didn't say anything. Loved it. New day come out. Kofi's cutting the hottest promo of his life. Yeah. Firing on all cylinders. Everything he's saying is hitting. It's a dream for a pro wrestler to be this over. Everybody's into Kofi Mania. The the New Day are perfectly flanking him and they're being supported. And I'm like, man, 
this is this is fucking this is like working. Yeah. This is really working. And it has nothing to do with the McMahons. And then Oh, hang on, hang on a second, hang on a second, Dan. We're not gonna talk about this right now. Oh my god. Vin Vince McMahon. Is We're it the first gonna, time here? Yeah, no, I've been here once before. Oh wow. We're not gonna talk about I it. I forgot about that. Yeah, we did improv. <laughs> I'm sorry, I forgot about that. That's okay. We're not going to talk about That's this right now. We're not going to talk about Kofi Kingston right now. We're going to talk about Charlotte Flair. Wait, no, Vince. Vince, Vince no, Vince. Vince. I'm we're talking about Kofi, Kofi, Kofi Mania. I understand that. The people are hot for Kofi. Charlotte Flair, she's in the women's division. Why are we talking about Charlotte well, Flair? Because, look, I understand that. We're going to talk about somebody who's frankly more deserving of a conversation, and that's Charlotte Flair. I don't, yeah, but you see, like, you're just injecting Charlotte Flair in here unnecessarily. I don't really need, I'm trying to talk about Kofi Kingston right now. We're talking about the men's division, so. Puppets. That's my favorite part of my song. Yeah, no, oh, okay. Yeah, I like that, too. When the guy goes, puppets. Yeah, I know. I like that part. So we can also. talk about puppets, or we can talk about Charlotte Flair, but we're not going to talk about Kofi Mania. Uh, okay, well, what do you want to say about Charlotte Flair? She knows her lane, and she stays in it. Yeah, okay, all right, fine, fine. Ooh. Yeah, no, I know, you seem to like that. You seem to like that, Vince. Uh, and oh, I hang on, I gotta take a call. I gotta take a call. I'll be right back. Oh, okay. All right, well, Vince popped in here, and, um, okay. You're so, saying Kofi Mania? Yeah, I'm saying Kofi Mania's running wild, and I felt like his promo was hot, and then Vince just injects, like, a <laughs> random thing in here. Like, yeah. uh, he comes in, and he's, like, playing... Uh, here's the thing. I like Vince playing. I kind of like. I'm processing it, right? I kind of like Vince playing bad booking on camera, like bad booker. He's playing what the. He actually, for the first time ever, is really playing current Vince McMahon, the booker right. on camera. Yeah. Right? Where it's like, I want this guy in this match. This guy is best for business. Let's. Like well, just like he just did when he popped in. Right. Let's talk about this guy. This guy. Sorry, Kofi. You're just not main event material. Like it's just and and you, it's coming from Vince's mouth where it's like I'd rather see here that he's almost saying this was the match I had planned. Right. 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 But you guys want something different, and I don't care. But he's saying it, and he's not saying it in a way that's like kind of nice. Yeah. You know. And if you think about it, three times Vince has changed main events. <laughs> Okay, he changed Braun Strowman, Finn, uh, Lesnar. He came in, he's like, you ruined my car? All right, I'm changing it. Now, that one wasn't just random. This one's kind of cooler because now it's just like, oh, I'm sorry, I don't like that match. I just don't like that match. I don't see that. I, I'm I'm the man. And then he did it with uh, uh, Becky. Yeah. And then he did it uh, with Charlotte Flair. Oh, hang on, hang on. Oh, I'm, no, back. Vince, I'm back. Vince is back. Yeah. We're not going to talk about Charlotte Flair. No? Okay. We're going to talk about somebody who is more highly decorated than Charlotte Flair, more highly decorated than Kofi Kingston. Yeah, okay. We're going to go back to talking about Kevin Owens. Ke okay. I don't I want to rewind this conversation. You're really messing with my thought process here. Like two minutes. We're going to go back and we're going to talk about Kevin Owens. Okay. All right. I mean, I guess you're the man here, but like Vince, we're trying to tell like, uh, I'm trying to tell like a linear point to my the fans of this podcast. Linear? Yeah. I don't. Give a damn about linear. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I want to. I want to do what I want to do. 
Right. Well, I want to talk about Kevin Owens. You're making it really hard on the listeners right now. They're discombobulated. My points are completely split up here because I'm trying to say uh, how I feel about your booking style, but uh-huh. now I just have to randomly talk about Kevin Owens. Uh-huh. And it's really messing with my feelings and the storytelling kind of really the arc of this segment of the show. He had a he has a panda tattoo, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. I think so it's just, cool. Yeah, you're really cooling down this segment here. Just by injecting oh, hang on, Kevin hang Owens. On, hang on, I got a phone call. Oh, okay. okay. All right. Uh, God, I got to tell you, Vince is becoming quite a nuisance. He's here, intense. Especially yeah. on this segment of the show, which is. What was I? Even, all right. The point is that it's he's done it three times yeah. where he's randomly put in. He put Charlotte in, he put Kevin Owens in, and then he put Finn in, right? Yeah. It's kind of cool. Vince is like, I do whatever I want. Right. And people don't like it. I bother the internet. He's almost like playing. Uh, Vince McMahon. Yeah. And it's, we getting like shoot Vince McMahon in kayfabe form for the first time where for a while he's been doing this version of Montreal Screwjob McMahon, mm. Attitude Era McMahon that is not matching up with the current times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so now it is behind the scenes Vince, but he comes in. Yeah. Not a character Vince McMahon. And it also. he's always playing a character. And, but it also too like. Legitimizes. I felt really good to just get my point out. Like, yeah, right. Full, like without pivoting into something that Vince wanted to do. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. you can breathe now, right? Yeah, no. Because he's out there on the phone. I don't know who he's talking to, but uh, yeah. No, uh, it's it almost legitimize. It almost makes it like more like allows for more suspension of disbelief because it is like no, this is my show. Right. I'm Vince McMahon. I don't care what you fans think the storylines should be. They're not storylines. I'm going to put who I want in a match. That I want to see, right? You know, it makes it more, it, it 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 like makes it more ironclad as far as like watching. It's kind of great. Yeah, it's kind of great. I I will say now, it's kind of great. Right. I like it. I don't hate it. I'm like, oh, this is where they're going. And again, this feels like a moment. And and I want to kind of try to keep track of these moments, moments where we get frustrated with WWE booking, and then. We talk shit about it on the podcast, and then three weeks later, we're like, oh, that had a great payoff. <laughs> yeah. They had a great direction of where yeah. they're going with it. You know what I mean? Like, uh, Daniel Bryan, we like wanted the Miz thing to go, and then it's like, well, we're getting the maybe the best version of Daniel Bryan, the best heel version of Daniel Bryan ever. It's like, well, maybe, you know, they had that, you know, got to give them credit, you know? Right. So, but in this case, my thing is that if a story is working, if a Something's working without the McMahons, and it's getting over purely on the match, you know? Yeah. That's really hard to do. Now, you know I'm a story guy, right? Uh, but the story here is amazing, mm-hmm. and it's organic. It's 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 So is the Becky story, so why not tell these stories? Now, the only thing I can think is, because right now we're, in the, we're risking Kevin Owens in a uh, another three way, right? right. But I don't think it's going to happen. I think it's just fast lane. Let's not, I think they're just like, let's not even bl- let blow the Daniel Ryan Kofi thing. Right. Because we're going to see. The great news is where will Kofi Kingston will wrestle Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania? That is solidified. Yeah. So that's the great news, right? And they are counting the amount of weeks they have. And they're like, hey, this is how we want to do it. We want to fucking swerve you with Kevin Owens for a little bit. Because I don't think they're going to add Kevin Owens to that match. I don't think they have two matches. Unless. They go full bore into a storyline of 
Triple H and Stephanie just being like, we hate your booking. You're ruining these matches. Oh, yeah. And then we have a thing in Mania where like they get behind different... I just don't see that happening, especially now we see Triple H is going to be wrestling Batista. Like, So he's going to be tied up in a different way, and right. Stephanie will clearly be involved in that in some capacity. So I, I don't see there being a lot of payoff there. I really think this is... They're just doing like, hey, Vince is nuts. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Isn't it funny how like... This is a reason I love wrestling. You yeah. can tell the way you tell that like Vince likes a wrestler is because he kayfabe screws them over right. or lets them hit him. Right. That's like the two ways you could tell. It's like, oh, Kevin Owens was allowed to headbutt Vince McMahon. He must like Kevin Owens a lot. Right. He loves AJ. He yeah. lets AJ hit him. <laughs> yeah. Here's the other thing. So here's the main question really is can you see Becky and Kofi going over in the same night like that? Like, those are two, uh, like, you know, those are like th those two pops can fuck with each other. Sure. Like, those are pops where people are going to lose their mind, you know? Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's a good problem to have. Don't get me wrong. I, I can't think of, I, I can't think of a WrestleMania in recent years that have two matches like this. I think if they're far enough apart, then right. uh, that's like but, less of a risk. Right. You got to end with this women's match. But it has to be you'll never, event. I will say this, you'll, not never again. Not you won't have a ma uh, a a match this hot in women's for the women and you won't have it next year. I'm sorry, right. I'll just say that now as a prediction to get the, and and that's a testament to how good it is. Really, you're not gonna get something like that, right? So and I, that's not to say that there isn't talent on the roster that could do that. No, it's and, just so improbable, right? You could book Charlotte Oscar next year and make it the main event, sure. and people won't be upset. Right. You know what I'm saying? You could do it, but you have a time right now where they've earned it. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So the women, that should be the main event. But do you, like, somebody, I, of those two, someone's not walking home with the title. And to be honest, I don't mind if Daniel Bryan walks out of Mania with that title. Like, I'd love to see Kofi do it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But he can even win it at the next pay per view, really. But, uh, you know, Daniel Bryan deserves to keep the title where so does Rhonda. Yeah. So the fuck does Rhonda? I mean, right? She won't, though. So, anyway. Because she's leaving, right? So but, we pretty much but, know. But I think that um, it's hard. It's the same story as Becky. But at the same time, it's a new version of Vince. Right. So, like, my first initial thing was, like, they're going to do that again on this show? But then you're like, no, this is more about the evolution of the Vince character. Right. Which is cool. Like, let's see where that goes. Let's not jump the gun on it. Yeah. We're going to see Daniel... Don't get worked, Marks. <laughs> You're going to see Daniel Bryan versus Kofi. Yeah. So, uh, relax. Relax, you know I mean? baby. Watch Kevin Owens just do some stunners. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Anyway, Kevin Owens. Love Kevin Owens. Uh, I don't I'm, I don't think anybody's excited to see Kevin Owens, Daniel Bryan. But it is cool that we know officially... We've been talking about it for a while that the plan originally was Daniel Bryan, Kevin Owens, and Mania. Oh, yeah. The, yeah. Th this shows that that was the plan. Like, there was no other. Because Batista, we know, they had a different plan for, and they're just switching it to Kofi, which is going to be dope. Anyway, um, let's uh, see where that. Let's see where that. Uh, we'll see where that. We'll just see where that goes. Now, <laughs> let's move on. What do you say? All right. And before we move on, I want to recommend the TV show. Okay. I like to pepper in some random stuff in here. And I'll, we'll talk about this more on the bonus episode, uh, the Fighting With My Family Patreon episode, patreon.com slash comedians of wrestling. 
this show I think was uh, amazing. I watched it. Pen fifteen. Pen fifteen, baby. I mean, this show is incredible. I gotta tell you, I I, I, I can't remember the last time I liked something so much. I this show is inc- I, I, incredible. Yeah, yeah, I laugh so hard every episode. At, what's her name? Maya, the actress. Yeah, uh, all of them. I, I mean, bet. they're both great. At first. Uh, Maya is like the breakout on yeah. the show. You're like, wow, she's hilarious. And then you learn to love both of them. They're right. both fucking great. They both kill it. The performances are amazing. Yeah, the show is great. The kids that they have in the show are like super weird and, and hilarious. Yeah. And the writing is outrageous. The writing is amazing. It's a show where I watch it and I go, I can't, I couldn't write this. Yeah. And it's very, which, which look, is it, is like an egotistical thing where you're like, yeah, I can make that. Yeah, I can make that show. But no, there's a show where I'm like, they are going for such a specific thing and they nail it. Yeah. And you're like, would I be, I would love to be a fly on the wall in the room of the brainstorming session when they're like breaking story. You're like, what about like, uh, the first time I kissed a guy, he said, like, don't tell anybody. Right. You know, like, things like that, where you're like, clearly this was, like, all from personal, it's all, like, 90s uh, millennials, like, yeah. all, like, like o- older millennials. Yeah, like, well, it's set in 2000, right? right. And they're, like, 13, 14-year-olds. Right. So yeah. it's all, they're, like, my age. Yeah. And it's all them just, like, being like, here's all of our experience put together in a in a coherent story. And the act is amazing, and the... Chemistry of these two on camera, great oh, show. Yeah, and it's uh, it's edgy it's in Hulu such a right great, now. yeah, like a great. I have no attachment to the show. No, great, funny. It's 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 edgy in the best way possible, where it's not forced. They're not trying to be edgy. It's no. just talking about real shit, and it's great. It's super grounded. It feels like oh, this is going to be a weird thing, like summer high tie, but it's not. At it's all. very grounded yeah. and well done. And uh, I would say uh, I'm giving it the Maisel treatment. Right. Uh, I think uh, I love Mar- Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, and then I love Pen15 as much. I think they're both fantastic. Yeah. Uh, anyway, check check that out. Coming at you, Hulu.com, baby, baby, gaba, gaba, we. Hey, we got Stoko coming to TV. Everybody, make oh, sure to find for Friday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. So, anyway, all right, let's move on to pro wrestling. Guys, remember, this is a pro wrestling podcast. Po, is it Edgar, Edgar Allen Po wrestling? Oh, my God, I'm really losing it. All right, these are low. What's going on? All right, all right, fine. Has anyone ever done Edgar Allan Pro wrestling? Um, the Raven, <laughs> Raven the wrestler. Yeah. <laughs> Raven. <laughs> Did Raven have a catchphrase? Nevermore. <laughs> Raven went to my college. Did he? He's a, he's a, went to my alma mater, University of Delaware. Check it out. Yeah. Gabba gabba wee baby. Hey, we got all the wrestling coming at you. All right. Uh, but look, this Mania card, I would say this week is the first time it's shaping up. We can look at it. Oh, yeah. And it's, I got to tell you, shaping up to me the best WrestleMania card I could think of in a while. Okay? Uh, we got to see Seth Rollins versus Brock Lesnar. Love it. Becky Lynch, Charlotte, uh, Ronda. Oscar versus somebody. I'll be into that, right? Mm-hmm. Batista versus Triple H. It looks like AJ Orton. Yeah. It looks like they're going for. I'll watch the fuck out of that match. Yeah. Why not? That Dave one's going to be. Kofi? Yeah. The uh, 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 Orton AJ is going to be low key, probably one of the best matches because AJ's AJ and Orton, like him or not, is a big, strong guy who yeah. can move well. And it's going to be 
That's going to be great. You, yeah, you know AJ's going to take an amazing RKO. Yeah. Like maybe a fucking one of those like splashes into an RKO. Like or he'll flip, probably go like to do a, forearm a f- into an a- phenomenal an forearm and catch an RKO. Uh, Daniel Bryan, Kofi, Finn versus whoever cares. Probably Alistair and Ricochet is a tag team? Wrestling, like yeah. the Revival or something? I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do with that. But I would like to see maybe like an Andrade and Rey Mysterio uh, kickoff. That'll or be on like, the kickoff yeah. show, but that's a great spot for that match. If those, those two guys should pray to be on the kickoff show because they'll get 25 minutes or something and it'll get the crowd will be hot for it yeah um anyway um yeah cool so anyway let's move on to talk about there's so much to talk about this week's unbelievable but i think we should talk about ronda rousey mm-hmm. so look man I, I, all right i got a, a lot of text messages about ronda rousey this week uh-huh. about how bad she was on the microphone I, all right, let me say a couple things. Um, I think that uh, I thought. All right, let's talk about the good things, which is I like the writing personally. I like the reason Becky's going to get in this match being Ronda wanting it. The the math of Ronda is bigger than WWE mm-hmm. is fucking great. Yeah, and true. Like she she Ronda Rousey made her bread outside of WWE. She could have a whole career outside of here in some kind of capacity or whatever. She acts in movies, you know. Um, she doesn't need WWE to make a living, let's say. Maybe she'll make more money than WWE. You could argue whatever you want to argue there. But in kayfabe verse, she's the best women's UFC fighter of all time, like the most decorated. She's a big star. Mm-hmm. At one point was like an A-list celebrity, you know? Uh, she was maybe at one point like the most famous person in America for a second. Yeah. You know? Um, uh, so her coming in and just being like, I want Becky. And like, Stephanie, I don't give a fuck about you. Like, whatever. I'm putting this title down on the ground. I'm walking out of here. And like, give me the match I want. Do the right thing. Mm-hmm. And she cares more about the women's evolution than she cares about the company. You know, it's more about that. Like, I don't want us to regress to other stuff. And like, she won't accept the fact that I got to f- uh, fight Charlotte. I like that. So I think that's all good. Now, I'm not going to defend Ronda's mic. Her mm-hmm. mic here mm-hmm. was inconsistent to be to be generous. Yeah. It, her acting is all over the fucking map. She's all in her head. She has such a hard time. She switches emotions where it's like she's like, and please don't do this. like she's gonna cry and like like yeah. she's she's like really sad till angry it goes like that to angry. It's not just like just be more calm and level and say these points like you believe them and that shouldn't be that hard because these points are like kind of close to how she would actually feel that right. you know. And if she just she she doesn't even have to nail it. She just has to. Do it. Right. And she, like, does it in a way that's distractingly discombobulated. So, uh, I found out, yeah. I found out this week that Ronda Rousey has a condition called verbal apraxia. Is that true? Yeah. And she was born with it. Uh, she didn't speak. Well, not, you couldn't tell me that before. Well, you, you were trying to get a uh, point in. It was my fault. <laughs> uh, she, she didn't speak for, like, the first five years of her life. Um, and I it, actually knew that. I did know that. And it doesn't go away. And what it does is, uh, like, you can get you know speech therapy and stuff to kind of deal with it. But it's 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 a thing with your brain where I th- uh, I'm probably botching this, but it's it's hard for people with this condition to take to to to, to bridge from conceptual thoughts to right. spoken words. 
So it's really? hard for them to make the connection to like figure out what words to say to express wow, what that, they're thinking. That makes a lot of sense, to be honest, because yeah. the way she's acting, it's it's like it's it's worse than like Zack Ryder or whatever. Like right. if I just think of somebody who's like not that slick on the bike, like it's it's she doesn't need to be that good. No, she just needs to say the thing. Mm-hmm. Like you know, and she she struggles. Yeah, she really does. So I think it has to do with that. Yeah, that that makes more sense to me. But, but then all the more reason to give her, give her somebody that can talk. Give her, you know. Like, well, I don't, I don't, I, I don't personally want her to have like a Heyman type. Right. I don't personally think she needs a mouthpiece. I right. think she's too big of a star. And I think like let's say like if I'm if I'm writing for WB, I'm like the little girls need to hear from her. Sure, she can't have that some makes sense. man that as makes her sense. mouthpiece. You're right. You're right. They need to hear from her. But the message just needs to be simple. Yeah, what she said could have been. She, they gave her like a lot of sentences. Yeah. Just to want to bring it down to sentences. It was like a monologue. Yeah, that's She's, fucking hard to do. Yeah, she, when she could have been, when they could have just had her say, uh, just you know, let's talk. I'm gonna keep this simple for you, Stephanie. Yeah, right. Just go. Here's the deal. I'm leaving the title in the ring. I'm bigger than WB. I don't need this. I'm rich. Yeah, you know. Right. So I'm leaving this year. I'll be at WrestleMania if you get me Becky. Bye. That's, See ya. That's right. it. Exactly. Just go right to the bone. Like, just say what you mean. Right. Uh, now, I'm being unfair yeah. because I'm tremendously talented, right? Sure. Right. So for me, to be honest, I was holding back. I okay. was going to go even further with that mm-hmm. and, and go into like, soliloquy. Like, some, I was going to do some technique. Right. But I held back just to do it simple. So maybe it's not good. Maybe we should bring in, like, the janitor here or something to really deliver this line in a clear way. But, uh, yeah. Well, uh, no, I, I, I think that... Um, you, you agree? I'm talented. I agree. Talented, yeah, right? yeah. 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 You're you're a mega talent. You're a national Thank treasure you. and a Thank global you. icon. Thank you. Um, Thank you. No. Yeah. I, I agree. I think that she. If, if, you're no, if it was about me, not you. Okay. Was, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Jesus if it was something, Christ. yeah. If it was just like I'm Ronda Rousey, I fight who I want to fight. Right. Who I want to fight is Becky. See ya. And then right. just you know what I mean. And you should just be like, look, you, if you give me Becky, okay. Uh-huh. Being prepared for a night she'll never forget. Okay, I think uh, I'm in the jabron zone for that. I did not. I did not. I did not uh, uh, yeah. Your next uh, full drop. I got it. <laughs> My right, favorite so, part of that is the jazz flutes at the end. It's so funny because yeah, in real life, it's so it's so like quaint to quiet but it's yeah. scary yeah. it's also really scary it's how music but, works yeah, uh, I mean that's it now here's my next point about Ronda Rousey okay look do we have to do this every week look I know I do this podcast so it's not like but do we have to ha- do the continuous cycle of of oh my god she's terrible on the mic yo that match that was a fucking amazing match maybe match of the night yeah okay yeah that was awful wow that was that was a wow amazing match incredible right. Guys, I've said it here a million times before. There, if you're AJ, the AJ treatment, if you're the best wrestler, we give AJ so much leeway, and maybe this is a gender thing, to be honest. We give AJ oh, a lot of leeway. I'm positive that it is. I'm positive that it is. Yeah. Uh, we give AJ a lot of Michael leeway. Yeah. You know, I mean, <laughs> is he as bad as, as Ronda? No. Not well, that, I mean, sometimes he's, he's pretty bad. Sometimes he's borderline good. Sometimes. Yeah, but, I mean, so is she sometimes. Yes. But, yeah, he's... Well, she has more, like... She has, like, moments sometimes where... Uh, I just got a commercial call back, bro. Oh, nice. man. Hold on. Let me sip the coffee. Let's yeah, go. Book Let's it, book it, up. book it, book it, book it, book uh, it. Oh, my God. No, like, AJ will straight up... And this is it's this is an every-time thing for AJ. He will botch one word in every 
everything. Right. Every single time he cuts a promo, there's one thing that he just mush mouths it up. Right. Uh, and you know, Rhonda has possibly this or has this condition that's possibly affecting her. AJ's just dumb. And so right. it's like, yeah, I think if we're giving her less, <laughs> AJ's just dumb. I mean, I think that's clear. He thinks the earth's flat. He's a stupid, he's an idiot, but like, uh, yeah, I think, Oh, we got AJ Styles in the building. He's going to talk about how the earth is hollow and there's mountain ranges in it. And it's also flat. Next up, we're going to have Alex Jones talking about gay frogs. Let's hit it up in the morning. <laughs> In the morning, um, um, yeah, yeah, no, I, I so yeah, I think there's maybe not us personally, but I think in general, in a meta sense, uh, yeah, obviously, Rhonda gets more well. Here's shit my question because she's a woman. Here's my question. Yeah, uh, right, but but it's also she's also more flagrant than AJ. Yeah, right? she's also not been wrestling for twenty years. Right, right, literally. Uh, he's wrestling for way longer. Yeah, she's not. Uh, she's a trained judo uh, 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 flipper. Listen, <laughs> that's right. Okay, for that, I mean. Look, um, listen, 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 listen. listen. I love how you, you, yeah, I interrupt myself. You interrupt yourself and then calm yourself down. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. All right, relax, relax, relax. Uh, 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 all right, tell me if this is just me, okay? I, when Ronda has a match, I, I am like a little kid watching wrestling. You, like, I'm getting the response that, like, a, 10 year old me yeah. when her matches when she's throwing people I'm like wow is she you know she climbs them like they're a fucking yes. totem pole yes. and then flips into a fucking I, and then like I, I gotta tell you her wrestling let's say Sasha Banks jabroni on the mic her wrestling is not as is not exciting enough for me where I'm willing to let it go yeah and and I will say there's I'm a mic guy I'm a story guy and Rhonda suffers in those areas right uh she is one of the very, very rare cases for me where her wrestling is so fucking entertaining to uh-huh. me and she feels so main event to me and she brings so much as like a believable champion right. from outside. She has so much Lesnar-esque shoot elements to her. Best strikes. I let all, all of it go. She has the best strikes. The only thing I'm not... Well, yeah. She, Out uh, of men and women in the WWE, the best strikes. Oh, the way her upper body looks for like she's a... Like just let's think about she the image of it. like she's a beautiful woman, yeah. But also she's like fucking scary, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it's just she's just she's awesome. She's like a, a walking comic book character to me in, in a lot of ways. I, I'm I'm a look I'm I'm a Rousey apologist. I would call myself. Sure. I'm a fan, and I think we should. Uh, I think she's gonna be gone before we know it, and I think we should really enjoy it and and appreciate what she's done for the women's division. But I would say is that Rousey. Um, is just that good of a wrestler where I'm willing to, I'm willing to let it go. Yeah. I let it go. I, I you know, sometimes I shake my head at it, but like, hey, when the segment's over, I move on, then she enters, looks cool, I'm all into it. Well, what are you, what else are you going to do? Like, I feel like uh, th- that's an attitude that I think a lot of wrestling fans need to take, which is right. just like, let's weigh the good and the bad. A lot of times the good is obviously going to outweigh the bad and keep on rolling with right. the show. It's no there's no point in like picking apart in a negative way for no reason like, right. oh, this is bullshit, you know. Or like saying some dumb shit like, I think WWE's booking is trash. Prove me wrong. Like that kind of attitude is such, it's useless. Yeah. I mean, take the good and the bad and, and enjoy it. WWE is fantastic. Yeah. They're doing like, I mean, we could criticize them, uh, uh, whatever. But anyway, the thing is, is is that uh, they're doing some great work over there and, and and it's going to be even more. It's just, it's getting exciting. Yeah. So like, look, 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 look. So the thing with Ronda is like, 
I'm just saying, every week I'm not going to come out and like just dissect someone who's really not who's doing us a favor being here almost like right. you know, it's, anyway um, but Ronda does that for me where not a lot of wrestlers do that where I'm like I'm willing to let it slide that's just where I'm at I'm yeah. just being honest with myself I get excited to see her she feels main event I also get excited when she's on the TV my wife walks in the room I don't feel embarrassed like when I'm like yo there's Ronda Ra-. like she makes the fucking thing feel better right. and more legit I like and not that I get it, you know, I don't get embarrassed about wrestling, but there have been segments where my wife's in the room and I'm like, oh, yeah, 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 no, that's um ignore that, ignore that. That's uh you know what I mean? Right. Like there's been times where my wife's in the room and then she and like it's like Sasha and Bailey like in the ring on the mic. And my dad, you like my dad was talking yeah. about Sasha and Bailey come that promo. We yeah. like that stuff is so fucking atrocious. But if, if Ronda's in the ring and she's not doing great, it's still Ronda Rousey. Right. She's a star. Yeah. She is a star. And she wrestles better than these other women who have been wrestling forever. All right. Anyway, not to mention just um, how those three talents complement each other. Now, did I want it to be just Becky Ronda as a match? Yes. 100%. But the match is what it is. Let's accept that. The way Charlotte, Ooh, yeah. Becky, and Ronda match up with each other, it's like... They're all different and great in their own way. Yeah. Becky is not as good of a worker as both of them, to be honest. Right. Someone will argue with me, technically, Becky's better. She can be the general of it. She can lead the match. Yes, she's more talented that way. But Becky's more of a character Mike person, right? Yeah. She's a personality. She's like the Stone Cold. Then you have Charlotte, who's just the AJ Styles, right? Charlotte's, to be honest, at this point, really the total package. Yeah. She's pretty fucking good I on mean, the mic. Yeah, also, she, she looks amazing. Dude, I fucking... I got two points to make real quick. Yeah. I rewatched the Rumble from this year. Yeah. Yeah. Charlotte is fucking incredible. There are so many little things where she like when I when uh, or Kyrie Sane comes in and Charlotte literally looks at her is like, "Oh, you? Let's see what you got." And then eats a bunch of chops and is like fucking make putting people over. And then yeah. in the ring uh, this week, she leveled up right. on the stick. She's. Uh, I believe her for the first time in She had a segment that I was pretty captivated by and it was a it was just to kill time. Yeah. Right? She didn't even have there was no confrontation, no match, no Last week she had a great line, it's the main event because I'm in it. Yeah. Uh She's killing she's it. She's a great heel. Yeah. By the way, Charlotte is a is a uh 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 a great heel, especially if your thing is genetically superior. But the way and then Ronda Rousey who just brings pure athleticism and the fighter mentality. Right. Like all, that is just a fucking great. That's just great. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. That's where I'm at. I sometimes see things in completely different ways for people. I don't understand. Now, Becky got arrested. That was fantastic. I was excited to see Becky get arrested. Uh, uh, I mean, uh, look, I've been arrested a couple times. No, Stone Cold back here. Okay. As you yeah, know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. And I, you know what? It ain't that bad, to be honest with you. I've been arrested. You've yeah, seen Becky, it. Yeah, Becky, so she posted her yeah. pictures, uh, her mug shots, and she's in prison right now. What, 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 you want to give her some advice about oh. how to handle prison stuff? Yeah, Clark? well, as you know, I mean, I got, I got arrested back in the late 90s when I was messing with Mr. McMahon. Oh, yeah, I love that. For, uh, you know, putting cement in his, pouring some wet cement into his Corvette yeah. in Long Island. Attempted murder. Now, look, I think... <laughs> uh, it's, she's going to be fine. I mean, when I went to prison, I just, you know, I kind of hung out by catering for a little while and then, you know, made a made a snack and then I went home. Yeah. Uh, Kate, wait, there's catering in prison? Yeah. They arrested me. They brought me back into the backstage. I was there in jail uh, hanging out with the rest of the boys. Wait, 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 wait. Do you th- 
You mean like through a gorilla into the back? Like through a gorilla ca- into the back where they got the catering table set up and they got a panini press. Yeah, no, no, no. Stone Cold, that's just backstage. Re- no, 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 jet- you don't understand. The panini press is self-serve. You yeah, understand? No, no, that's not what I was confused about. You got ham and saying- cheese, you can do a Reuben. You can do a turkey Reuben if that's your thing. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that was you just got a, oh you got a glass smash for saying Turkey Reuben. I say what I was again, Turkey Reuben. Oh hell yeah! So yeah, it's a good yeah, sandwich. Wow, that's unbelievable. It's a pretty badass sandwich. Yeah, I mean, so Stone Cold. No, no, no it sounds like uh-huh. the, you weren't actually arrested. Kind of in 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 kayfabe, you got arrested by a couple development talents, and they let you go backstage because that was not the story. You weren't actually brought to prison. No, no, it was really it was those were police officers. I mean they they put me in uh, they put me in handcuffs. Uh, when we got backstage, they kind of just like. Popped the handcuffs off, didn't even use a key. Uh, and then they sat me down and they're like, Mr. Stone Cold, big fan, signed some autographs. And then, yeah, hung out by the Panini Press. Yeah, no, okay. So you I think- was in prison. I did time. I'm like Johnny Cash. No, you're not like Johnny Cash. Although, did Johnny Cash do time or he just played for prison? I don't know. He did not go to prison. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Except for when he was singing that song. Yeah, you kind of are like Johnny Cash. You didn't go to prison. So look, 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 look. All right, so Stone Cold, it's, I don't think you understand what uh-huh. a real prison is. You've never been to actual prison. Real prison is where you have to live there permanently. You can't be, you lose your job because you're in jail, right? You're in the penal system. They feed you all your own food, you know what I mean? And, uh, uh, well, yeah, you're out of society. You're, all right, you're removed well, from society for correctional reasons. If I didn't go to prison that night, then tell me why when the show was over, I got in a cab and I went home to my own bed. And that's the bottom line. Yeah, no, I mean, that's because it was story. You weren't actually arrested. All right, look. I don't know what you want me to tell you. <laughs> yeah, okay. Look, I went little. to prison. Yeah, okay. Well, and right, then Becky's going to be fine. fine. What, were the, what was the sleeping arrangements like in prison? Right next to my beautiful wife. <laughs> yeah, no, okay. That's not, you didn't go to prison, okay? Uh, 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 did you ever get arrested for doing anything not to Vince McMahon ever? Uh... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you want me to talk about that? <laughs> Wait, never mind, you yeah. gotta go. Yeah, you all right. You know what, it's nice to have Stone Cold on tap, as you would say yeah. uh, here. It's nice, but also, we don't want to dip into any of his dark past. Anyway. No, we don't need to rehash we don't need to any do of that, that anyway. But Rhonda, uh, uh, so so Becky posted some of her mug shots, and then Rhonda posted them and was like, something being like, yeah, listen, go. Uh, <laughs> it was a straight denial of the reality. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She says, uh, that's what I was trying to do. I, I uh, take a picture of it. She goes, while you're, that's yeah. what I, I'm trying to do, dumbass. You <laughs> hobbling around trying to be a ginger crutch ninja, which is not funny. No. And, and it's not funny even if, like, Vince Vaughn said it. Yeah. I, uh, eh, maybe. He's right. very funny. But uh, And taking fake prison photos in the hallway isn't helping. So, right, 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 right. yeah, nothing fake about that. I mean, no, look, that's what I said. <laughs> they take you back in the hallway and they take your, they snap your photo like they do in jail. Yeah, they ever get your fingerprints done? Well, no, I don't have fingerprints. <laughs> you don't have fingerprints? No, burned them off in a chemical fire. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right, that's, I don't want to get into that's that. That's part right of why now. I was arrested before. <laughs> I don't want to get into it. <laughs> yeah, okay. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. All right, all right. Too much stone cold today. Right. Oh, come on, stone cold, please. <laughs> But it says, Rhonda, you go, all right, all right, Becky wrote, Rhonda, you go back and get that belt because I didn't come this far to collect it from Stephanie. I came all this way to take it from you. 
And then she's and then she's like, that's what I was trying to do. Rondo, you hobbling around trying to be a ginger crush ninja and taking fake prison photos isn't helping. So look, uh, first again, first I'm like, what the fuck is she doing <laughs> selling those? But then if you look at it, it's framed like three photo of uh, mugshots in a row. It is framed like I don't know, like all like the famous when celebs got arrested, you know, right? like that. And then maybe it cuts to like the thing where she's like, this is real. I don't know. I can't I can't really see any good explanation, to, like any good reason to do that. It to doesn't do, help. To do what? Take pictures of her? No. Or for Ronda, for Ronda to, just to, to negate. Yeah. Yeah, I'm saying, can you think of a kayfabe? <clears throat> like, I, 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 all right. So I see the argument that is. Rhonda is like a real. She's taking this real seriously, and Becky's taking it like a wrestler. We're just like, hey, I'm. No, there's no way. This is not good. No, this not. This not good. Yeah, and it was also. I mean, it's it's also like my main complaint about like John Cena, right? Where it's like sometimes he becomes ironically detached, and he's like, you know, this is just wrestling, you know, and it, it kind of there's no way to come back from that, right? But nothing grows in a field of no. Oh, I never heard that. Michael, Who said that? Michael Delaney. Oh, Michael Delaney, wise man, my old improv teacher, who, <laughs> my old nemesis. One of my wildest moments of my improv. This would be for the. We got a couple of improv heads out there. Yeah. Uh, my wildest moment in, in his teaching was Dave Bloodband. <laughs> <laughs> really funny, fucking hilarious fish improviser. Man, yeah. So funny, yeah. He's the human fish yeah, on the Chris Gather yeah. show, and, and uh, Band, <laughs> He did see where it was like two. It was like him at makeout point. Uh-huh. With like a girl, and he like they're like looking at, it and then he like goes to like push her head down for like a blowjob, oh but it was God. like right, yeah. it kind of like made sense in sure. the scene, and, then, and he's like the most innocent like little guy, you know, he was like super young at the time, and Delaney like stopped the scene and like bawled him out, just like you don't ever pull a girl like you don't you don't yelling ever, at him, yeah yeah you don't ever do that, and he was he was like nineteen years old, oh. like you know, and he didn't know like we're all so. We're also uh, <laughs> anyway. no, no, no. Let's hear it. What are you saying? No, I'm saying we're all oh, yeah. like we're, we're just start. Oh, not just starting. Like he was so new to improv that yeah. like it's like oh fuck, you're so paranoid. You're like you're like making up as you go. You're like I have a move, right? So I'll do. I, I have a move, so I'll do this. And like this makes sense. Like I know it's not gonna happen, but yeah. and then he anyway. It was one he of goes, my one I'm, of the wildest moments in my improv class. Like look, I'm not knocking either of them. I think Dave. I think was just trying to do it, and then the lady was like, "Hey, don't do that." But the way it transpired was, it got fast. It got weird. Delaney. So I have a Delaney story too. This didn't happen to me. This happened. Well, I have one about me, yeah, and one about this other kid. So this kid does. uh, He's doing a second beat, uh, and he he, the game was not not great. And Delaney stops the scene, and he goes, "He goes, let me ask you a question." Yeah, that game wasn't funny in the first beat. So why would you drag the bloated carcass of that game into the second beat? Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. the way he put it. And the kid was like, "Oh, I don't know." He's like, "Think about that." And then well, the, the thing is, like, the lawyer. Yeah, for me, I did the worst scene I've ever done in my entire life. I do play my scene partner because it was one of those things where like, I'm adding all this like yeah, information, yeah. and he's literally just going, "Yep," he's giving me a yes, no, and right? right, and so it peters out. And Delaney goes, "I've lived in New York for twelve years at this point." Walking around the city, I hear conversations in languages that I don't understand. If I were to happen upon one of those conversations now, it would make more sense to me than the scene I just watched. (laughs) 
you gotta know how this how this relates to wrestling. Like when we came up doing improv, and like that's my training here, guys. That's how I come off off the cuff here, just rolling into bits left and right, baby, baby. Gabba, coming at you from NXT. He's your former NXT North American champion. All right, um, but anyway, so. Um, uh, uh, like when we were taught improv, it was like in New York City at the time. Mm-hmm. Improv was, you know, like it was fucking improv, art, baby. You know, it's you know, look, it's still serious shit. Mm-hmm. But that time, we're talking about like this is like the 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 golden age yeah. of New York <laughs> UCB improv, and our teachers were like fucking yell at you. Yeah, like you know, like yo, it's bad. You can't do any of this stuff now. No. You can't do any of this now. But they literally speak, that was horrible. Like, yeah. what were you thinking? Yeah. You'd be shamed. And like, but things that made you good, it was Whiplash, like right. the movie Whiplash, you know? And it's the same way Vince gets results from people, the way Lorne Michaels gets results from people, the way Donald Trump gets results from people, although now he's the president, which is not a CEO position. Right, right, right. right? It's a position where you have accountability and there are checks and balances, and he's trying to run it like it is that, and he's running into a lot of problems because right. he's actually only one branch of, you guys know how the government works. Anyway, I hope, I right? Hope. But like where you leave people in a state of fear, like they're always on the chopping block. Yeah. And then they're just cutthroat, like trying to please you, and there's all daddy issues coming and whatever. <laughs> yeah. And that's, it makes you good. Yeah. It's a proven way to do it. You just have to be a psychopath to actually execute it. Yeah, I mean? I'll say too that, like, I mean, like, I, I never was, like, personally attacked. It was always, like, the move or, like, the thing that I did. Like, it was never, like, right. you're, you're, you personally are an idiot. It right. was always, like, I remember there was a scene where like, I kept going for, like, to reach for something, and it had nothing to do with the scene, and I kept, and the teacher was, like, I was like, let's just say it was a candle. Right. Like I kept, it was a stupid scene where I was like a, a, a fucking, like a guy that does smells for therapy or whatever. And I kept reaching for this thing and my teacher was just like, don't reach for that candle. <laughs> just like interrupted the, just yeah. like, don't do that. And I was like, okay. Right, right. Um, anyway, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, um, um, and, 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 and by the way, in, in the case of UCB, it's more of the institution than like one person being like this. It was very competitive. If, if things are competitive and they're limited spots, it can fall into that kind of structure it's not like anyone was a i don't i'm not saying i'm a victim of anything yeah no no it was no, just no, like no. this the shit was cutthroat and that was the deal right um anyway um and um yeah now hey speaking of cutthroat uh let's talk about uh, all these people got uh future endeavored this week oh yeah wb i mean tjp tj sh- perkins I, sh- gone. I shed not a tear yeah uh they, no one they let go is like someone you're like you know, it was like Ty Dillinger. Mm-hmm. Um, what's his name? Hideo Tommy. Hideo Tommy. Did Dillinger and Atami asked for their release? We had heard they were asking for and their I release. And I think TJP was just fired. TJP apparently like got a bunch of tattoos, which was I don't think they fit with his gimmick. And yeah. he also has been known to be kind of creepy with women, right? Yeah, Paige, uh, Paige tweeted at him or he like said something to Paige like in a tweet or something and she basically was like yeah why don't you go back to retweeting 13 year old girls <laughs> because that's right. what he does right 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 um here the wrestlers have been released I mean I've been saying this you can go back and check the archives I, I said this maybe even a year ago they need to start cutting people here's a figure for you there are 92 wrestlers signed to Raw and SmackDown alone Wow. That's not including NXT, NXT UK, 205 Live. These are the two shows. 92 wrestlers. People got to, you know, I don't want anybody to lose their job, obviously, but 
I mean, fuck, man. 92? That's crazy. Yeah, um, that's nuts. Uh, it was just the three of them. Right. Um, yeah, it was just the three of them that got released. But anyway, um, uh, the, the crazy thing is the thing. And is like, I'll say. Will these guys want, will AEW want them? No. Yeah. I mean, who knows? They even said Maybe. as much. They even said as much. They were like, we're not necessarily interested in like everybody that gets right, fired. Right, right, right. Anyway, so uh, just to make sure we get to all the hot topics this week. I mean, we're missing the big one. Which is Ric Flair's birthday. <laughs> is that not the big one? No. Roman Reigns is in remission. Oh, my God. That is... I accidentally... I'm seeing my list here. I accidentally put that in above the Calmania plug. Oh, yeah. Because I actually was going to talk about it. Oh, my God. Roman Reigns is back. I mean, oh, fuck. This is clearly what we should have talked about first. Yeah. Man. I cried. Wow. How did I not? I mean, I know. She might even have to edit this to go first. You know what's funny? Because it didn't feel like wrestling. Right. Like, when I have, I'm, like, organizing before we start, I have my wrestling. This doesn't feel like wrestling. But, hey, Roman Reigns is back. He's in remission, y'all, which he said. Which yeah. I was like, and uh, fucking great to have him back. Yeah. He looks like a million bucks. And, uh, man, was happy to have him back. That's yeah. all you can say is that Roman Reigns is back. The big dog. Look, you guys know we all, everyone has a tumultuous relationship <laughs> with our fandom of Roman Reigns. But the man, Joe. We all know mm -hmm. a good person. Yeah. No one has to say anything different about it. We know he works his ass off. Dolph Ziggler's been on this podcast, has told us that Roman Reigns works his fucking ass off. He's the top guy, and it's hard to be mad at him because he acts like the top guy. Mm -hmm. He works like the top guy. Uh, even though I tried to squeeze out of him a million times, like, to bother you, he gets to wear the vest and you have to wrestle shirtless. He would not, uh, <laughs> not even a wink. Not yeah. even a wink. But uh, um, Roman Reigns is back. Great. Roman Reigns, uh, here's what, here, it's, he's, it's great. Yeah, I teared up when he said he was in remission. I mean, the whole time I was like watching on the edge of my seat, I knew it was going to be good news, but, uh, um, I don't think he should wrestle at WrestleMania. No, I don't think so either. Uh, and I and they probably won't. I think he's probably still going through some sort of like right. palliative treatment or something, uh, cause it's not like the moment you go into remission, they're like, all right, see ya. There's other follow-ups that have to happen. Right. Um, especially because it's leukemia that has come back, you know, which is always right. way more dangerous. Um, but, yeah, I teared up. I'm uh, very excited to have that guy back. Absolutely. And um, I hope Roman Reigns comes back mm -hmm. and uh, uh, soon. And I hope Roman Reigns is... Uh, um, I hope Roman Reigns is uh, booked properly Yeah, when he gets back. How do you Meaning, do it? Well... I think this is a great time for Roman Reigns to come back and be a little bit more of himself. Yeah. And I, and we've seen behind the curtain, we know his name's Joe. And I think he come back. I think Roman Reigns is a cool guy, and I would like him to be a cooler guy. Like, like uh, he's a little stiff. I think they need to be a little looser with him. And I think he should earn his way back up. Yeah. You know? Like, I don't think just throw him back into the picture because he was there. You know what I mean? I think, like, have it be... Have it... Because... He's coming back like from sickness, so let's treat wrestling like it's real, where it's like you don't come back in at a thousand percent. Right. 
right? He should come back and maybe lose a couple matches or something. Like, tell tell the story. Right. You know what I mean? It's a great Especially because if WWE's going to be saying, oh, I'm a survivor, I'm coming back, then telling that story only helps uh, inspire mm-hmm. cancer patients by telling his story correctly. Right. Which is that coming back is not easy, even for this guy. Right. You're not a superhero, you're a human. And that's, we're seeing the human side of Roman Reigns, and I want more humanity from this guy who we've only seen as a forced superhero. Yeah, yeah, and if the mole is listening, right? Uh, I, I, <clears throat> I want you to go to YouTube, I want you to look up a little show called Renegade, starring Lorenzo Lamas. I want you to get some inspiration from this character. I want to see Roman Reigns in fucking jeans, riding a motorcycle with a drug rug wrapped around his shoulders. I want dream catchers in his hair. I want Joe. I want Joe rather than like Roman Reigns. Absolutely. And I think, uh, yeah, great. It's fantastic. Um, I like that he came out and hugged Seth. I think that... um, they did a little Ambrose thing. Yeah, Ambrose, by the way, is just like now it's that's over. There's no more Bane what, Ambrose. He, feel, he feels better as a face, whatever. I mean, the Bane Ambrose. He still has the alarm. Ambrose is in that. The I think fucking, was a mistake when they when he left the ring. Ambrose th- in the true like weird Gibraltar. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think that that was when they played his music when he left the ring and it was the siren. I think yeah. they fucked up because he didn't play it when he came out. Yeah. What about the one thing they should definitely do is Roman Reigns changes music. Yeah. Like it can't. They're gonna keep going back to the Shield well. Let's be honest. Yeah. You know. So like, just you know, give him something like, I don't know. But anyway, look. There's nothing. This is real life. Um, this is fantastic news. Give him a song with like that rattlesnake sound in it. Right. You know what I mean? That that. I want to hear that somewhere in the song. Uh, I would love that. Uh, now Roman Reigns got a massive. Uh, you know what I mean? Like a machine gun? No, 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 no. It's like it's like a uh, uh, it's like a rattlesnake sound. Like a. It's like, hey, I'll find it here. You go. I'll find a song exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. And I'll play it. But you, what are you saying? I mean, his music probably just go big dog and then whatever. Anyway, he got a massive pop. Whew. And um, the Rock's mom was there. Yeah. <laughs> and oh. Um, one thing I want to talk about is in our group, someone posted in a live thread, because check out the Comedians Wrestling Facebook page, our Facebook page. We have live threads, every single show, by the way. Yeah. And I would put our live threads, our viewing, uh, our 4D experience, right? I'd put it up against any group. Yes. I'm positive. We have the best conversation, the least swampy, the most respectful conversation of any professional wrestling group on the web. And let me tell you, I'm in a couple, and I stay in them just to remind me <laughs> why I appreciate ours so much. Yeah. Uh, I always want to leave, and I'm like, God, I just I have to see it. You know, yeah. I know we are, we argue about that, but some guy wrote something that was like, and this was not flagrant or anything, but he said, I read on the dirt sheets that the rock is going to be there. So my thing with these dirt sheets is why would you want to know that? I stopped reading them, but I'm saying yeah. what, do you, and like, and then like, why do you want to tell people that also? Like, don't you feel like people want to just fucking be there and just hear and like, and go nuts and get like, feel the electricity. Mm-hmm. You really want to know that? No. Do you yeah. want to get ahead of wrestling? What is the fun of getting ahead of it? Like here, I fantasy book it and then I love what I'm wrong. And I just, I, I, I'm a full mark experience. I just don't understand like, and then like saying, oh, the rocks. Gonna, I, I just don't understand the behavior. No. Yeah. It's, I think, I mean, maybe if I had to justify it, like if I put myself in someone's shoes like that, it's like, I'm just excited to like find out what's going to happen. So I'm like reading ahead of time. Right. You know, it's like skipping ahead in the book. But 
I don't know. That's just not how I get down. It's not how I enjoy wrestling. Well, I don't think they like it truly either. People, I think people are just bored. Right. And if you're bored, go to patreon.com slash comedians of wrestling and fucking listen to our shit. You know what I mean? Like, whatever. But like, I think you're like, oh, I'll just check out sheets or whatever, you know? Yeah. And it's like, whatever. And then you have this knowledge and then you want to talk to people to reach out and connect. That's fine. But at the same time, do you really want to know if The Rock's going to be there? Yeah, no. No, like, no I had yeah. no idea Batista was going to be there. Last I heard, he might be going to AEW, which I know is bullshit. Yeah. And by the way, if you think I don't think AEW sign is going to sign any WWE legend. No, I think that every WWE legend. First of all, I don't know if they want him. Besides Jericho, who's not really a legend per yeah. se. Yeah, but these guys they get better contract WWE, and they're not looking to you know. Yeah. But anyway, uh, they're not going to do that kind of work, right? But all right. Anyway, Roman, uh, great. So look. Ric Flair's birthday. So I, I, Roman's thing was, uh, uh, bless you. Thank you. But uh, Roman came back, and I'm like, look, I know this segment shouldn't have any kayfabe to it, but like, also, it should have some kayfabe to it. Yeah. Like, I, I, I feel like all wrestling deserves a little kayfabe. Now, him hugging Seth might have been enough for me. Right. Him just being like, giving Seth that rub. But why not just be like, you know what, I'm back, and let me tell you. I, and also... They did fight at the end. At the end, he came out and they did it. So there was enough kayfabe for me. So I'm completely fine with it. And you said you got emotional. I got emotional. Yeah. As well. Uh. Uh. But I don't really need any segments without any kayfabe. Right. And that's why this Ric Flair segment, I loved it. Oh yeah. Uh, and this is how bro. And I got I worked. I had no idea that. That was going to happen. I got so fucking worked by this. It was like, oh my God, this is the celebration. And I was like, oh, Triple H is coming out. And they're like, oh, it's Sting. Sting's Everybody. here. They yeah. flew all these guys in there for a no-sell fucking thing, right? Yeah. For a complete like no-sell of a segment. Like, yeah. that's fucking great. And I was like, please, don't just like show me. I don't need to celebrate Ric Flair anymore. It feels like we, you know, he's the best. We get it. Yeah. Great. It's Batista's comeback and the setup. Do you hear me now, Hunter? Yeah. First off, Ooh. Batista. Yeah, baby. The nose ring is dope. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm <laughs> sorry. And and here's what I would say about Batista. Look, I got a Batista for a while. I thought was a jabroni. And look, I'll be honest. His work outside of WB is really like as an actor. It's made me respect him a lot more. Yeah. And over time, he becomes more likable, likable. And I know people know him and say he's a fucking great guy. Uh, yeah, that's right. But I will say, um. He for so long is his style is like Euro trash. Oh uh-huh, yeah, and I love that he's always making choices like that. Yeah, like he wears like the skinny jeans and they like look insane when you're like a jack guy like that. He's always wearing. He always he wants to dress like a petite Italian man. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, on his like like a scooter, like a Vespa. <laughs> yeah, he's always wearing like those little like, like zip ups oh. you'd wear when you're driving your Vespa around fucking the Amalfi Coast. Or yeah, whatever. yeah. Oh, ciao. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But he's like 500 pounds, <laughs> and so like that stuff is not meant for his body type right, at all. Yeah. Like he, those jeans, like they just they're too tight. bro. He's wearing a medium size shirt, and he then someone posted that he wore red framed glasses to Raw when he was on the Raw, <laughs> and then now in SmackDown he wore the blue and yeah. like. He came back as a, I mean, it's weird. He's gonna be a heel, a right? Blue nose ring, right? Yeah, the, yeah. The, I, I don't think, know. I didn't see the. Yeah, color. I think the nose ring, the nose ring was also blue. I think. Uh, he's right had a nose ring. Batista's just the man. Yeah, he's the man, and his acting chops are there too. I was like, yeah, I fucking believe this. He's a big movie star. Yeah, and he's coming back to wrestling. He has no need to do this no, at no. all. He does not need this money. No. And I texted you. I was like, this is the perfect. This is who Triple H should be wrestling at WrestleMania. Right. Guys like Batista, not. 
anybody knew. Yeah, Batista, Triple H, and Mania, great. I will say I'm done with Triple H. Yeah. As a wrestler, I don't need to see any more Triple H matches. Right. Do you think he's retired? Do you think he's retiring, Batista? I don't know. We don't know anything about it. Yeah. What's his gripe? What's his gripe there? So, like, remember he's mad at him from the that the thousand SmackDown? Yeah, there was something there, right, where they had that like that stare off for a, like, they, like he said something. I forgot what he said to him. Yeah, we'll have to go back to the tapes. But it's great that that mattered, right? Every they always throw stuff away. It's kind of this amazing thing with WWE where they can like do something where you're like, oh shit, that means something, and then you're like, well, they throw stuff away so much that it might not mean anything at all. Or you kind yeah. of get worked always just by the sloppiness. You yeah. get worked by the fact that they're tossing storylines left and right, which is sort of frustrating too because it's like it seems like all they would have like they almost wouldn't even have to try to write things. If they just used what happens in a consistent way, like right. if they just let, if they just connected the dots that keep coming up, mm-hmm. that would solve so many problems, like uh, writing wise. Right. But yeah, they just let kind of, sometimes they just let loose ends go. Yeah, they, they let stuff go, but I get it because, like, this is an ever-evolving show. And, like, the one thing you guys got to remember is that, like, there's so much – it's a fully functioning comp- company, like a big corporate entity that has, like, all kinds of red tape and all kinds of – you know, they, they have to hand, they have to deal with the government. Right. You think about all the contracts, lawyers, all the stuff that can go wrong when you're, like, booking and you're not thinking about any kind of legality or right. like, any kind of red tape, like, any kind of – uh, contracted, it, it, you know what I mean? Like when you take that out of it, you're like, it, fantasy booking is pointless when you think about what they, the fact that they're so legit. Yeah, you know what I mean? That they, that they, that they, they can't be spontaneous the way you would like them to be. Right, right. Sometimes right. they got a contract, like, cause like, all right, Kevin Owens. Vince might have earned his contract, like, yo, you're going to wrestle at WrestleMania 35. You're going to, you know? Right. I don't know. You don't know. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know this stuff. Right. I don't even know if these contracts have clauses like that. I have no fucking idea. But anyway, that's kind of the main. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, 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 oh. Sarah, what up? We are recording, but you're, you, you come in. Okay. Great. Yeah, this is like a zoo, yeah. zoo crew. We got, Fine. yeah. Guys, Sarah Claspel in the studio. She's here at the end of this episode, and we're going to be recording the Patreon bonus episode uh, about fighting with my family soon. And she's going to be the guest. She saw the movie with us today in a truly empty theater. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and actually, an empty theater to the point where the ArcLight guy came out to give the speech, and he was almost embarrassed. Yeah, uh, we should we should definitely cover that. <laughs> and I made him take a picture of us with the empty theater in the background, which I'll post on my social media accounts, baby, baby. Last thing we're going to cover in this episode, Sarah, get comfortable and feel free if you have any thoughts on this. Did he, are they going Alistair Black and Ricochet as a tag team? No, I think that's, I think, so here's what's going to happen. They're, like, they're putting the tag team division on notice? Either. And then Michael Cole immediately goes like, they're putting the whole WWE on notice. Yeah. One of three things is going to happen. Uh, and I'll do them in order of likelihood. Right. One, uh, they stop being a tag team and none of this matters. Right. Two, uh, they... Turn uh, somebody turns on the other and they start a feud. Yeah. Three, they remain a tag team and get the belts. That's that's the in order of likelihood. What I think is going right. to happen. So I the think, uh, there's a fourth that I will say. Oh, okay. sir, I don't think your mic's on. That's fine. 
<laughs> what is the fourth option? Fourth option, maybe they fall in love. <laughs> they're Sarah, both not they're, a wrestling fan, but also bringing a real nice touch to it, a really a gentle side, and that's that's what you get from Sarah Claspel coming at you with the gentle side. Sarah Claspel in studio coming at you, baby, baby. All right, no, uh, I'll say. I mean, they're both incredibly handsome, so there'll be a catch for either one of them. Yo, Alistair Black, by the way, um, is a. Uh, a fucking star, man. Yeah, he money, really is a baby. Star. And it's so I'm so happy to see him on the main roster because he looks like a fucking million bucks. By the way, we didn't talk about the million buck club, <laughs> but uh, my inductee into the million buck club. By the way, this resets every week. Okay. <laughs> by this week, my uh, uh, guy, it's this is the person of the week who looks like a million bucks. Uh huh. In the million buck club this week is Alistair Black. Yeah, I love his little ponytail. It's a mohawk ponytail. He looks. Fucking awesome. I love the way he comes when he raises up and he comes, he lands. Like yeah, he, he comes, takes a little step. Little step. Like, yeah. <laughs> he's seething with satanic energy. And he had the moment, the coolest superhero moment of the week where he was wrestling. Who did he wrestle this week in that match? It was a tag match on oh, SmackDown. Oh, it was the Revival, wasn't it? No, SmackDown. Oh, SmackDown. It was Ricochet. Oh, uh, the no. bar. The, yeah. Right? No, no, no. Rusev and Nakamura. Yeah, Nakamura like went for like a fucking roundhouse kick, and he just uh, sat uh, Native American style. Yeah, you see that? Yeah, cro- like, cro- it? cross-legged, cross-legged. Yeah, <laughs> do we not go Native American style? No, <laughs> no. I don't think it's Native American it style. Was, I don't want to say Indian it's style. It's Indian style, <laughs> not that Indian. Well, though. no, she's an Indian, even yeah. though we're talking it's about a completely Indian different style. kind of thing. Yeah. Is that Wait, what it is? Yo, it's my Indian style. Not, this is something you can try me. Not Native so, Indian. For you saying that for throughout my whole childhood, okay, we called sitting cross-legged. Indian style. Yes. Like Mahatma. Because style. of a mistake that Christopher Columbus made. <laughs> <laughs> when, like, 200 years before that, where he said he thought he landed in India. Wait a minute. Yeah. 200? Wait a minute. Oh, wait, how many years? How many years do you think? When, wait, do, wait. when do you think Columbus <laughs> came wait, to the. Uh, <laughs> wait, no, wait. I was thinking 1776. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> It's 1776. You know, when Columbus came over on the Mayflower, yeah. you're all over the place, Black. Figure it out. Oh, man. Oh, man, guys. Anyway, uh, turns out that... Uh, all right. Uh, but listen, 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 listen. Okay. Okay, wow. Hey, I guess we can't talk about my lack of knowledge because we're out of time. But I know. Uh, but I'm saying that... All right. How many years was it? You guys want to tell me? You, all right, professors. How many years was it from my childhood? Okay. Yeah, you were born my when? Kindergarten. You were born when? 84. 84, 1984. So 500 years? Yeah, yeah, 500 yeah. years. I said 200. Yeah. Yeah, so whatever. You had, just, it's almost, that's almost 500, really. 1492. When, when you think about it, Columbus all, sailed the ocean blue. It wasn't 1776. <laughs> when the Vikings stormed Normandy and signed the Declaration of Independence. Uh, that's hilarious. That's good. It, and is 1776 even 200 years before that close enough? Yeah. Uh, but anyway, you're saying that. All right, so 500 year mistake. Yeah. And that that affected my kindergarten like teaching. Hey man, that it, is fucking insane. I never put it in perspective like that. This fucking idiot gets on a boat. Oh man, you guys just saw the genesis of my stand up. Well, this might be a hack premise, but uh, uh, he gets on a boat. He lands in the wrong place, and that affects my kindergarten experience. <laughs> Like when we learned to sit Indian style, it was from a fucking mistake. Yeah. Well, where did he land? 
The West Indies? The West Indies, yeah. And he thought it was... India. India. He was going to India to pick up some spices. Wait a minute. <laughs> I don't think that that's true either. He didn't think he was going to India, because then he would have went southeast and not into the ocean. No, no, he was a fucking moron, this guy. <laughs> this guy. He was going around the world the other way. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Wait, that's what he was doing? Wait, yeah. so we, can we turn to yeah, the mic on? Yeah, can we get a mic on, on here? Oh, yeah, yeah. Or is that a pain? Uh, we have to pause. Hold on. Oh, okay. I got so much in Wait, wait, all right. Yeah. No, don't pause. Just, yeah, yeah, did yeah. we pause already? No. Okay, keep it, because it's fine. We're almost done. Wait, what yeah. do you know? Well, he... What do you know? <laughs> <laughs> Great, I, I'll drop some knowledge. No, because Columbus was trying to sail around the around the world and right. hit India from the other side. So when he landed... <laughs> wait, why? Just like for the fucking he's in, Because he wanted to kill everybody, which is what happened. He's <laughs> right. a fucking terrible well, monster. Did he really want to kill everybody or was that just with no. disease he happened to kill everybody? He no, he, he did like... Uh, he like... Uh, mass genocide definitely happened. Uh, yeah. Disease for sure, but he also like enslaved people and he's very bad. Was <laughs> right, he right, thinking right, right. like surprise attack from the back door? Well, I'll he he wasn't like, I hope to kill a bunch of people. He's like, I hope to get a bunch of uh, gold and spices and stuff that I can sell. And I don't care what uh, how many brown people I kill. Right. And right. He, he was like, r- or like uh, pillaging. Yeah. Like raping. And, is that the Truly. term I want? Yeah, okay, guys, you put me in my head <laughs> so bad. <laughs> after that Questioning everything. I, I knew it wasn't right. Okay. No. But anyway, look. So, yeah. so you're saying he, so he went around the wrong way. And then when he landed, he was like, I'm in India. And yeah. then he met Native American people, uh-huh. called them Indians. Yeah. And then that affected me learning how to sit. Like, he saw the way they sat. Didn't he? He landed in, like, the Caribbean, basically. Right? right. It wasn't It wasn't the contiguous, like, what became the United States. It was, right. like, the islands off the coast. Yeah. Right. And so I drew a little diagram here. So what you're telling me is that... Columbus thinks that the world looks like here's Spain <laughs> and that he was going to go this way. There's no Japan, Guys, Russia, China. Yeah. No, uh, no, there's no. no other nations. And then he was just going to come around and hit yeah. India from well, this what way. What map yeah. did he have? One that Amerigo Vespucci <laughs> made. Yeah. Well, because he just had like flat earth map. Right. Because right, right, that's all they had. They right. were like, no one else exists to the West here, which is why, yeah, they landed and he was like, um, there's a whole other part of the world here. Oh there's no God. way. Yeah. These have got to be Indians. This guy's got a permanent holiday on the American calendar. Like, <laughs> one of the dumbest people to ever live. Wooden teeth, this guy. <laughs> wait, so, okay. So, he, wait, wait, wait. So, he. So, all right. Can I blame him for calling that style of seating Indian style? Sure. What? Right? Because, wait, wait. Because that's what we were at, right? We called Native Americans Indians because of Columbus. And that stuck for 500 years? That is fucking insanity. Hey man, the, I, I mean, I'm the tendrils, crazy. the tendrils of white supremacy are, oh, I mean, are uh, and then, everlasting. I, I think myself as a kid, I keep saying kindergarten. I didn't really explain that. It's like because I don't know if you had this, but in kindergarten we would dress up like half the class were Native Americans, Indians at the time we called Indians, and then half of us were uh, pilgrims. Yeah. And then it would be like, I, I, I was an Indian, I was dressed up, I have pictures of me dressed up like a little Indian, it's ridiculous. And then, I mean, I'm just laughing, it's just saying, but not, my teacher didn't say, like, hey, uh, you know, it's not, you're not, a, you're not, this person, my teacher, the person who's supposed to teach me, didn't think to say, like, you're not an Indian from the country India, which my classmates, a lot of them were Indian. Right, like, shoot. Like shoot shoot Indians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a very high Indian population in my high school. Yeah. Right? 
Th- that's so fucking crazy. <laughs> I don't know why I'm having this as like an epiphany. Because when you put it into how it, you think about your actual life, that an adult sitting there was like, all right, you're all the Indians and just saying a, mis- a blatant mistake. Right. That's like, like, what's a mistake? What's like a mistake? What's like a, something, a, something that was like a mistake? Like, uh, we thought for a while that like, Fats were good for us, or like like a low fat diet, right? <laughs> you know what I mean. You're still just being gotta keep the low fats, like <laughs> you know, like and that's from like ten years ago. Oh, oh, man. Anyway, guys, wrestling. We is, gotta cut this out, right? Yeah, yeah, Okay, okay, shame. But uh, it's like you're a little stupid, but you're actually really stupid. Okay, all right. I didn't need that. I didn't need that. Okay, all right. Anyway, look, I think we covered everything from this week, right? Yeah, and then some. I mean, and then some, <laughs> and uh, and a little history. Yeah. Maybe we'll start, maybe we end every podcast with a little history lesson. What do you think? A little laugh and learn. Yeah, a little L and L. A little laugh and learn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening to the fucking comedians of wrestling podcast. Remember, Cow Mania, April sixth. Uh, at Improv Asylum, 4 p.m. Uh, you can get your tickets now. Check out all the links. You can just Google Improv Asylum New York. And check out their calendar. It'll be on there on April 6th. You can buy tickets right now. Get them while they're hot. Uh, we got amazing special guest, Dolph Ziggler. Yeah. We'll be at the show. Uh, tons of other guests. Um, and uh, 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 you can also go to tiny.cc slash cowmania. That doesn't uh, work for you guys. Also, check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash comedians of wrestling. We got... Tons of bonus episodes on there, including the episode we're going to record right now. Our Fighting With My Family episode. We just saw it today. Going to be great with uh, special guest Sarah Claspel, who you heard a little bit of. A, she's a, quite the historian uh, in here to school me. Uh, <laughs> you can hear that episode. Also, you go to ProWrestlingTees.com slash Comedians of Wrestling and pick up our t-shirts. A new t-shirt will be popping up literally any second. Go there, start refreshing the page, and remember, our Lauren Moran, the best artist, the artist behind the iconic Becky Lynch image. Sarah, what do you think of this? Lauren Moran drew this. She loves it. She's giving it the old head nod. <laughs> the, old, the, old, the old not bad. <laughs> the old, uh, the old. Shuts your hole. Okay, Sarah, all right, keep it down. Keep it down. Keep it down. All right, I mean, uh, so much mileage out of that truck. Thanks for nothing. You're dismissed. Bye-bye. Okay, Thanks get out of here. Okay. No, all right. <laughs> yeah, uh, come on. It's a ridiculous. Okay. No, Rock, this is not about you. We'll talk about you in the next podcast. This is ridiculous. It's getting out of hand. Hey, dude. y'all validate parking. Gonna, no, Stone Cold, you got to go. Mike, I got my truck up in the valley. Oh, my God. This is getting ridiculous. But anyway, you can go rate and subscribe to this podcast. No, we're not going to end the podcast. Oh, my God. It's Vince. We're going to keep going for another 10 hours. Okay. No, we have to end. I got to take a phone call. Okay. Oh, my God. You know what I like when Vince, I like the way he says, Charlotte Flair. (laughs) (laughs) Charlotte Flair. (laughs) Charlotte Flair. Uh, Anyway. It's a lot of beef. He never delivers the name of wrestlers the way I think it's going to come out. (laughs) It's always like a little little rushed in different way. The accent marks are wherever they are. Anyway, coming at you. Gobble wee. Anyway. Shuts your hole. Okay. All right. Relax, Dad. Okay. Listen. um, (laughs) Okay. Bro. Okay, so, okay. All right, all right, all right. Lauren Moran, she made this awesome art. I got a bunch of prints, a bunch of stickers, awesome stuff. All you got to do, you go on Apple Podcasts, find our podcast, rate us five stars, and write a review. In the review, write your full name in there, and I'm going to be randomly giving it out to new 
reviews of it, and you could submit yourself a million times. Grab somebody else's phone in it, description, write your name, write your name a bunch of times, write it so I can't miss your name. If I see your name a bunch of times, you're going to get one of these prints. These prints are fucking amazing. All right? And remember, fuck, I was just remembering that we said maybe I'll reach out to my mom. Maybe you have her reach out to Letterman's mom. Match, it's got to happen. Yeah. I and gotta, I think that, yeah. I got to get this cow title back. Yeah. Anyway, everybody, that's it. Another week in the bag, baby. Keep watching wrestling. Kisses. <laughs> Check out our other shows on the UCB Comedy Podcast Network.